Uh, is telling us that when a person goes to a place of Katnos, one of the main things that a person needs to work on is the concept of Dibur. A person needs to work on the concept of speech, and this has a lot to do with really what really took place in Golas Mitzrayim. The reason writes that Golas Mitzrayim is really a Golas of the Peh. So when the Peh was stuck in Golas, their capability to be able to scream out, to uh, dive into the Rabbanishlam properly, to learn properly was in Golas. That's why you find that Klai Yisrael's you know, way of davening is vanitzak. It's just a scream. It's not even, there's no words even taking place. You find my shivan is kvapev, kvadloshen. You find a lot that, really a lot that focuses on the concept of dibur. But anytime a person goes to their own mitzrayim, their own meitzar, the ikra a person needs to work on, and so the ikra, one of the ikra avaydas, we've been discussing a lot of them, one of the ikra avaydas a person needs to work on is dibur. That a person needs to chazer over. What takes place, you know, in katnos is, as we said many times, is that there's a lack, there's a, there's a separation, there's a blockage in between my brain and my emotions. I know what the right thing is, but I don't feel the right thing. I know the davening is the greatest thing in the world, the greatest opportunity to be talking to the Rabbanishla, the Mamish in first person, Baruch Atah Hashem, but it doesn't, doesn't feel that way. I don't feel like anybody's listening. I don't feel connected when I daven. I know that learning is the greatest way to connect to Hashem, but it doesn't feel that way. I know that the greatest thing to do right now is to spend time with my wife and kids, but it doesn't feel that way. So there's a, there's a block in between that which I know and that which is taking place. When a person uses Dibur, which is the bridge in between the Mayach, and, and the lave, it's that, you know, even physically it's placed in between the mayach and the lave, automatically a person's able to then bridge that gap that takes place in between the mayach and the lave and is able to say the chazer over again and again, the basic things that you know, but when you say them over again and again and again, you reiterate them to yourself, the memela, they become part of, your, part, of you, part of you, and then it's able to slowly break that, break through that rock, which is the katnas, and able, uh, allows you to be able to have that hergish. Let's say avoid of hamantiki adab or oitcha idia munascha bepi. Constantly to file to chazer over, like we said yesterday, saying just the animamans again and again and again. It's difficult. The person knows. I know that I'm supposed to want Mashiach. I know that there's a concept of wanting and yearning for Mashiach. And the Rambam says this is from the ikre almuna that. I, I don't feel it. I don't feel a desire on a regular basis. And when I wake up in the morning, I, I, I want Mashiach. So what's the eitzah? So part of the eitzah is you have to understand what Mashiach is. You have to understand why you should want Mashiach. But part of the eitzah is also deeper. Person says every day, I want Mashiach, we want Mashiach now, we want Mashiach now. He has that over a thousand times, so it eventually sinks in and it starts to become part of your reality that actually you start to feel that way and you start to feel it. And one person going through darkness, any darkness, Rabbanu Shalom, I know that you're with me even if I don't feel that you're with me. I know that you're here. I know that everything that's happening is for my own good. I know that all the challenges and difficulties don't, that don't look good are ultimately for my own good. And when I chaz this over and I say it to myself, I say it to my friends, I say it to the Rabbanu Shalom when I'm talking to the Rabbanu Shalom and tefillah, automatically that allows, uh, that allows me to slowly start to recognize the reality and then to be able to you know, turn the lights on in the place of darkness. That's what he was talking about B'Kitzer yesterday. So he says, he says in Eis Gimel, he continues with the same thing. He says, He's referring to speaking words in So it, it, whatever a person's going through, but yeah, it's words of Amuna. That's what he was talking about yesterday. Words of Amuna, words of tefillah, words of, of, of reiterating that which you know is true. For example, you know what he said yesterday is, you know, I know that whatever happens to me is for the good, but it doesn't feel that way. I'm going through a very, she's got a flat tire, it's pouring rain outside, it's not kashmak. So, I, but I know that this is for the good. So if I'm just, now I'm in a place of darkness right now, right? I'm going through a challenge, I'm going through a struggle. It's, it's cold, it's raining, and I'm on the, I'm on with a simcha, and there's a, there's a, I got a flat tire. It's a moment of darkness, a moment of a star, the Russian's hiding himself. So the, the only thing I need to do, the only thing I need to do, I need to change my tire. That's the first thing I need to do. But besides for that, I need to need chazer over to myself, which means I know. It's not that I don't know that this is, this is from Hashem and ultimately if it's from Hashem, it's for the good. I know that, but it doesn't feel that way because right now it's raining outside and it's like a shmat. So if I tell myself as I'm changing the tire, I say it over to myself again and again and again, I know that this is for the Rabbanishim or it's the Rabbanishim wants to do good and everything that happens from the Rabbanishim is for a reason and the Rabbanishim loves me like an only child and therefore you wouldn't put me something just to make me suffer. If I say that to myself and repeat it over to myself, 
And if I'm in the car with my family, I repeat it over to my family again and again and again, it slowly sinks in and becomes part of reality. And I know, I know it's like this with kids. If you have, if you have little children, right? You, you, know, people, you know, people say, okay, you know, the kid gets you know, to a certain age, you start talking about the Buri Amunah. You start talking about Amunah when the kid's one years old, six months old, and again and again and again. And the whole conversation in the house revolves around the Rabbani Shalom, the Rabbani Shalom this, the Rabbani Shalom this, ask Hashem, it's from the Rabbani Shalom. So then it slowly sinks into the kid's reality and it becomes part of the kid's, this is, and you hear it parroted back from the kids, not in a way where they're just repeating back the same things, where the kids start to recognize that, yeah, this is it, that, oh, we're going through the, that to the Rabbani Shalom, this is from the Rabbani Shalom, it's hard, it's on the sign. The kids start to pick up on that reality if the parents are chazering it over. And what he's telling us is, is you don't even have to be holding there. Because, which means you are bad some holding there. You're just not holding there in terms of heritage. You don't feel that way. Fine, but say you don't feel that way. But chazer it over again and again and again and again. And it becomes part of your reality, your kid's reality, your family's reality. And that becomes part of the reality of the, one, the reality that you live with because, again, it's bad some there. It's just you haven't expressed it properly and you're not feeling it properly, right? The Maltani writes, and this is, you know, uh, uh, something that, that's bar, you know, uh, it's bar, like, you know, bar kacham and all the tamid of Hashem tivsvarim, that every year is bad some mind. There's no such thing as a year is a kaifer. Because if you have a chelik or a kaimimal inside of you, so it's impossible that an Hashem is a kaifer in the Rabbanish. It's just, a, it's, not a, it's not even a reality that you can, you can fathom that you can have a chelik or a kaimimal which doesn't believe in the Rabbanish. It is a chelik or a kaimimal mamash, right? So if you have an Hashem inside of you, an Hashem bad some beliefs. Elamai, you're saying that you don't believe. Whether you don't believe in general or a person doesn't believe because of what they're going through, it's difficult. But, but about some everybody believes. So you need to work through that avoida of pulling out that which the Baal calls the Havamah Suteris, that, that inherent natural love that's in there. You have to pull it out and bring it out. And a person says, okay, you have to, you have to chazer over the animamas and get to the place where that amun is not just something which is deeply rooted inside of you because you're a chelik al but to be able to bring it out in a way where you say, okay, this is part of my reality. I want to bring it out. How do I make sure that I feel that reality? So part of the Avaidah is to speak it out over and over and over and again, like we said yesterday. Part of the Avaidah of saying the Animamans after davening is not just, not just saying the words, but it's a tefillah. I'm davening, Rabbanishim, help me that I should be able to feel these Animamans properly. I know that they're real and I know that they're reality, but I say them every day because not just that I need a chazer to say this, because nothing changed from yesterday to today. I don't think that yesterday I thought about Shachar Vahanish and today, I, I know yesterday's Shachar Vahanish, I know today's Shachar Vahanish, but if I don't repeat it to myself constantly, so what happens is I, I, that I don't feel that reality. So the reality is there, but I'm not feeling it. So when I say over the words again and again and again, I chazer this over to myself, and especially when I'm going through a difficult time, that allows the reality to sink in and to become part of who I am. That's, uh, that's uh, again, a, a tremendous, tremendous uh, Indian. And again, this is, has a lot to do with, you know, it took place by Mitzrayim and took place by Yitzis Mitzrayim. It's a lot to do with this, with the concept of Dibur and, and Lashed and, and the concept of speaking and, and Tefillah and Moshe Rabbeinu and Kfat. All this really revolves around this, this Indian of knowing how to get out of Mitzrayim. We'll just, uh, we'll just do one more, one, one more ice. He says, When a person goes through a heavy heart, and a person does, doesn't feel any time ruchni, then the Yetzirah comes, and what the Yetzirah wants to do is, the Yetzirah says, you have a void, because you're supposed to naturally desire ruchnias, and that's what you want. You want ruchnias because you're a chilek but you don't feel that way. So the Yetzirah now has this big void, which you can then stuff, try to stuff anything into. It tries to give you all tanuga ilamazeh to try to put it in. But Makam Shis Anik Baterah Vavida, in that same place, we should have a tiny gentera vaida, mitzile tanugam chitainim. So he gives you tanugam chitainim. Umanasalashachnai. And he tries to, to get you know to get you fooled. Shemihan Yilay Hargashataiv. If this is not working, so then I'll have a hargish taiv there. But 
Chasel and Afshay, then I'll be able to have an Aram Menucha, something I'll actually feel good about myself. A person has to run away from it with all the Yechilis. It's not true. The whole Bria is just Levushim Felakos. Nothing has an Ar by itself. Any Ar and Tainik that there is in the Bria, Yerak Ar Hashem is Baruch Batuva. Any Geshmak, again, this is. He spoke about at the beginning of the Sefer, the concept of making a bracha before I eat is the recognition that the geschmack that I'm getting out of the food, the gashmi, the, the, the physical enjoyment that I'm getting out of the food comes because there's an aruchni that's hidden inside of the food. And when I daven now, when I make a bracha properly, I'm recognizing that ultimately the tiny gavin, the food is coming from a place of ruchni. I'm a male, I can't, I can't get, I can't get confused by the, by the Yitzhar was trying to convince me that no, this is real success. This is going to make you happy. This is going to give you something. You can't have enough from food in a way which is negative. You're only going to have real enough from food when you're able to recognize the source of the anah of food and be able to recognize that that's from the Rabbanish Lalam. And then you can have a geshmak in food. You can eat a piece of kogel and it's geshmak if you recognize that it's from the Rabbanish Lalam. And the hana, the enjoyment you're getting is from Hashem, then you're able to do it. But with the, with the Yitzhar, tries to do is try to get you to focus just on the hana, just the physical enjoyment without the recognition of the fact that this physical enjoyment is ultimately rooted in the world of Ruchnis. A person has to run away from the, this world of Klippa. It's false. It's not going to give you real enjoyment. And we all know this. We've all been through Nisayanists that we haven't, we haven't you know, uh, dealt with properly and we haven't overcame them. And then you fall to the Nisayan and you, you, you go into it and it's like the Yetzar has this fascinating you know, marketing, you know, marketing capability to be able to convince you that this is it and this is going to make you happy. And then you fall to the Taiva and it doesn't do it for you. And it, just, it doesn't feel good. And you don't feel good about yourself after because you, you have a Ruchnius, you know, which says, I'm not happy with what just happened. And even Gashmis, it doesn't feel good. It, it's not Gashmak. It doesn't bring you the satisfaction that you're looking for. So then the HR says, yeah, that wasn't it. But I'm telling you, if you go to the next thing, that maybe that was just like a, you know, that was like an entree. But if you go to the next thing like that, you go to the main course, that's, and it, and it never works. And it never, it can't fill a Yid up. A Yid has a major, major problem that it can't be filled up with anything other than a tiny gruchni. And it's a problem because if you're trying to run after run, run after Taivis Ilamazet, Tanuga Ilamazet, without the recognition that they're connected to Ara Hashem Izbarak, it doesn't do it for you. So Yid can be in this place of constant, you know, Chazal say Risham Malayim Kharatas. Rush is full of Kharata. Why? Because a Russia gets the Taiva that he wants and, and he says it's not it. So he has Kharata. And then and then the Yitzhar says, You having Kharata? So the Yitzhar fights back. The Yitzhar doesn't want you to have Kharata. So he gives you even a bigger time. And he's just he's stuck in a cycle and he can never be happy. And and you know, it's it's a massive issue, but it's our biggest mila that we can't be happy with anything other than things which are real. It's all fake. It looks like there's something outside of the Rabbanish. It looks like there's something different, but there's nothing else there. And it's dafka when a person's going through a challenge. In Ruchnius, that that's when the Yetzirah comes out and says, you're not going to feel satisfaction here, but maybe you'll feel it somewhere else. And oh, if I get it over there, that's going to bring me real, real happiness. And it's not true. It doesn't do it for a person. A person has to recognize that that's not MS, and only when I'm able to utilize a real MS of what real Tainig is, only then can I really get close to the Rabbanisham. I just heard a fascinating Mamsha Peldekavar from Shmuel Birnbaum. Hashemagah just told me last night at two nights ago to tell me the Vardits. Blew my mind. He said, I have to call you to tell you this work because it's such a, it's such a phenomenal var. He says, Shmuel says that when Yaakov Avinu gives the brachas to Yosef HaTzadik on last week's parsha, parsha Vayichi, Yaakov, Yaakov, one of the things that Yaakov says about the milas of Yosef HaTzadik is that all the girls of Mitzrayim are running after him. But now he's tzadik, they're running after him. 
So reflect of Shmuel, like really? That, that's what you're going to say about, about Yosef at Tzaddik? A lot of things you could say about Yosef at Tzaddik. You could say that he overcame Onisioinus, but you talk about the fact that the girls in Mitzrayim are throwing flowers at him as he ran down the street, as he walked down the street in the chariot. He says, it's not shame. Like, you don't talk about, Moshe, about Yosef at Tzaddik that way. It, it's a reality. It was Yifas But don't say that. That's the bracha that Yaakov Avinu gives. Zerkov Shmuel Peldekazach. He said, if you have a boy who goes, comes to Yeshiva and he's not successful in Yeshiva, he doesn't do well. Every kasha that he asks is a klotz kasha, and every terrorist that he gives a shvacha terrorist, he can't remember anything in Gemara. He doesn't, he doesn't feel successful in Yeshiva. And then the same kid goes out to the basketball courts, and he's a superstar. The kid's the best kid on the, best kid on the court. He's shooting threes. He's, he's amazing. He's amazing, amazing on the basketball court. Where do you think that he's naturally going to put his kaiches into? He's not going to put his kaiches into learning because he feels like a lo yitzloch. He's going to put his kaiches into basketball because that's the place that people actually give him some recognition. People are, you know, he gets off the court after a good game, and people say, wow, it's amazing, great game. He's an MVP. He, he feels good about himself. And Rishmuel said the natural tendency of every human being is they have to feel successful. They have to feel good about themselves. So if a kid naturally feels successful in the court and doesn't feel successful in the Bismarck, you have a big issue because that's naturally where he's going to run after because he wants to feel good. He wants to feel like he's matzlech. He doesn't want to feel like I'm a failure. Zakhtav Shmuel, this is, the, this is what Yaakov Avinu is saying. Yosef Atzadik felt no hatzlacha in terms of his standing amongst the brothers. He was, he was mamish, they threw him into shaltachtis, literally, they threw him into pit, they threw him down on the bottom. He had nothing, he had absolutely nothing in terms of his standing amongst Klal Yisrael. The Shvatim hated him, he was thrown, even Yaakov Avinu sent him on a mission that was a suicide mission. He felt he's totally, totally lost. And then he comes down to Mitzrayim, and for the first time in his life, people are looking at him, and people are giving him recognition, and they're throwing things at him. You know what kind of nesayin it is that when you're not matzliach, in the world of Shifteka, and then you go down to Mitzrayim and everybody's lining the streets to look at you, to overcome an assignment like that, that's not an assignment of Yosef HaTzadik. So if I care, this is the greatest way to show what an assignment of Yosef HaTzadik is. That's what he's saying. When you're in a Chayshech and you're in darkness and you don't feel Geshmak and Ruchnius, and then the Yetzar gives you Geshmak and Gashmius, to be able to overcome that Taiva, that takes real, real godless. Because if, I'm, if things are going well and learning a davening and have a taiva, fine, do it. It doesn't talk to me, Bechlal, because it's going well in the realm of the Dalai Rama Shalach. So what do I care about that taiva? I feel successful here. But if I'm not feeling successful in my Yiddishkeit and I'm feeling successful somewhere else, that's a real taiva. That's where the real Nisayan is coming. And a person has to remember that that's Shekhar. That's all Klippas. And it's not going to make me happy. Like Yosef Atzadik was Ali Oyen. He said, it's not real. It's not, it's fake. I know, I know my standing with the Rabbanish, regardless of whether I feel successful or not, regardless of whether people around me recognize that I'm successful, I know that I'm successful. I know that I'm Yosef Atzadik. I know who I am. And the middle, I can, I can ignore all of the girls running after me because I know what reality is. It's a Peldekavar. Such a, it's Einfall. But that's a, it's the Ikra Avayat, to ignore the Shekhar and to, uh, to recognize what the uh, what real Tainig is.